Welcome to the So Lux Life Podcast, where our goal is to enhance the mental, physical, and spiritual luxuries in life. Make your life luxurious through knowledge, coaching, training, and technique. Visit us online at soulluxlife.com. Here's your host, Crispin J. Watson. Hello, and welcome to the So Lux Life podcast. Thanks so much for joining us for our second episode of the new year. And I'm so excited about this one. We have Tremarcus Roseman. He is a lawyer, an attorney in Mississippi. Um, he's from Grenada, Mississippi, where I'm from. He graduated high school in 2011 and got a degree in business administration from the University of Mississippi. After that, he began his studies at the University of Mississippi School of Law, where he did obtain a law degree. And he practices on civil litigations. He has the privilege of representing physicians, healthcare facilities, and other medical providers. And his practice also includes construction and criminal defense litigation. So if you get into some trouble, this might be your guy. So thanks so much for joining us, Tremarcus. How are you? I'm good, Crispin. How are you? I'm wonderful. I'm great. So just to jump right into it, um, tell our listeners a little bit about you, kind of what what was life like for you growing up? Okay. uh, Well, like you said, I was born and raised in Grenada, Mississippi, uh, where I went to uh, Grenada High School. And um, uh, I was involved in a few different things in high school. I played baseball. I was also envision show choir even though <laughs> i can't really sing but uh i guess when i was young folks folks uh you know didn't want to hurt my feelings so they let me do it uh but anyway after, after that i you know went to old miss and uh was able to pledge a fraternity i'm, I'm an alpha and uh met some folk, great folks there some lifelong friends and actually met my wife at old miss uh jasmine um and after that, uh, went to uh, Ole Miss Law School, and and now I guess here we are. And this is, I guess, I can back up a little bit and tell you about, you know, how I got into, you know, wanting to be a lawyer. I, uh, as a high school student, uh, worked for a lawyer, Jimmy Vance, who was at the time he was a city court judge in in Grenada, and he was also still practicing law now. And uh, it was interesting how I how I met him. I was taking my senior portraits, uh, and the lady who was the photographer asked me, said, "What do you want to do after you graduate high school?" And I said, "Well, I think I want to be a lawyer." And she said, "Oh, well, you should meet my brother." And I said, "Well, who is your brother?" And she said, "Oh, well, he's a city court judge, and he's a lawyer here in Grenada." I said, "Oh, okay." And so one day, I mustered up enough courage and uh, typed up a little resume and went to see uh, Jimmy and he talked with me. And before, and next thing I know, I was in his office, drafting pleadings and going to court. And I really learned at that moment that, you know, I want to be a lawyer. And that, that, that really solidified my desire at that point. And uh, to this day, Jimmy is uh, still a mentor and, 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 and friend to me. And I can always call on him whenever I need something. And so, uh, that's and here we are now. Now I'm in Jackson, practicing at, practicing practicing at Watkins and Eager, uh, doing civil litigation, and uh, essentially living out my dream. Wow, that's amazing! And um, 
I like how you said you kind of mustered up the courage and went to him. So you kind of put yourself out there. You didn't wait for the opportunity to come to you. You kind well, of. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I knew, you know, it was no way he was coming to me, you know. <laughs> you know, uh, and so if I wanted to, you know, get that kind of opportunity, I had to, you know, take some initiative. And, and I, I firmly believe in that, and, you know. And if you want something, going after it, you know, wholeheartedly. And because uh, nothing's really going to fall in your lap. And sometimes, I mean, that can happen. But, you know, a lot of times you really got to put yourself out there and be vulnerable and be willing to be rejected sometimes, you know, because he could have said, no, there's nothing you can do. And, in fact, uh, some lawyers have had told me that, you know. And so, uh, but fortunately, he, you know, thought I was worth his time. And uh, and it all paid off. Wow. And that kind of led up to my next question is I was going to ask you, who are some people that influenced you in your life um, to become a lawyer and just in other aspects of your life? So we know him. Are there any other people that have influenced you and helped you to become the person that you are today? Oh, yeah, uh, absolutely. Well, I, uh, first off, I definitely have to acknowledge, you know, my parents, uh, my mother and father uh, really reared me to work hard and, you know, get my education. And, you know, I always tell my, call my daddy the hardest working man that I know, uh, you know, and, and so uh, without them, I know I wouldn't be uh, where I am. And, and I also, you know, and I guess as far as uh, I have some other friends and mentors that I look up to, uh, you know, I, I'm, I hate to acknowledge, I, mean, I guess I hate to say this, but, you know, P. Diddy, I, <laughs> I don't know him, but I, I look up to him a lot, uh, mainly because, <clears throat> you know, he's had a lot of a lot of success, especially, you know, from a young age and, and, for, and, the area, and, and to the area where he is now, the point that, you know, he's always setting goals, I guess is my point, you know, he, he he never gets to a point where he's just sitting around doing nothing. You know, he may not be making music anymore, but he's always, you know, his entrepreneurial spirit and and and, and the uh, positivity that he wants to put into the world. I really admire that. And and, uh, and of course, also, you know, everybody I think admires Barack Obama. I mean, he's, uh, you know, of he's course. done what. <laughs> you know, no one else could do, at least at, 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 to this point, and, uh, achieve the president, you know, be, be a, a black president. And so, uh, and the, the way that he, not just his professional accolades, but, you know, the way he appears to carry himself and how he interacts with his family, uh, you know, all that is admirable. Because, you know, you would think, you know, someone of his level, his esteem could really, think highly of themselves, right? Because everybody else does. But, right. you know, he, he appears to be so, you know, down to earth and humble. And, and, and that's really what I, I strive uh, to be, you know, no, no, regardless of what I achieve in life. I just always want to remember where I came from. Amen. So if you could go back, would you do anything differently in your life? Or what, what would you tell your younger self? What would I tell my younger self? Be patient. <laughs> Be patient. I uh, 
uh, anybody who knows me well will know that I'm, I'm, I'm a tad bit impulsive. At least I can be at times. Uh, I'm, I'm a person that if it's in my mind to do, I'll just jump out there and do it. And, 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 and I think as I've, you know, aged, I've matured a little bit to the point where I'm not doing that as much now. But as a, as a young person, younger person, I mean, I, I, I wanted it now, you know, uh, I wanted to make money right away. I wanted to go out here and do stuff right away. I mean, I wanted it now. And so if I could tell myself or something, I advise myself looking back on, you know, to a younger me, I would say, you know, be patient that it, you know, it's, it's all going to work out, you know, and I, and I would tell myself to trust the process, mm-hmm. uh, a lot, a lot of times when I was in uh, undergraduate school, I was really, really, you know, working toward getting into law school. And so I, I, a lot, sometimes I look back and say, well, I didn't really do a lot of things uh, that other people did in undergrad, like, you know, like party and all that kind of stuff, because I was just taking school so seriously because I knew I wanted to get into law school. And and I, I I think I could have probably enjoyed myself a little bit more or just been a little bit more relaxed if I just, you know, just trust the process. Trust, you know, that everything's going to work out, you know. Um, and so being patient and trusting the process is something I probably would tell myself a younger me. And I still tell myself that to this day. <laughs> so. so along your journey through like undergrad and getting into law school and throughout law school did you ever feel like giving up uh well i i don't know if i feel like giving up i almost didn't go to law school um why is that um well so after i guess it was my beginning of my senior year i had started to uh think like think about plan B, like, well, what if I don't get in law school? What am I going to do? And so I submitted my resume to, you know, on-campus, uh, uh, the on-campus interviews. That people, people, employers would come and interview college students for jobs or whatever. I submitted that and, and turned out that I got offered a job in Dallas. And so, uh, like I told you earlier, I'm real kind of impulsive and I wanted it now and so i'm like well here i am i i'm I'm graduating college i got a job offer making you know pretty good money uh and and so why so i really thought about maybe taking the job in dallas and then you know maybe going to law school a couple years down the road uh and so i all and then maybe i guess two or three weeks after i got the offer I got my acceptance letter into law school. And so now I'm like, huh, well, what am I going to do? And so I, I, I dragged it out, I think, until like March, uh, before March of my uh, senior year before I graduated, before I told the company that I wasn't coming. <laughs> and that I decided that I'm going to decide to go to, uh, to law school. And they accepted that. They, uh, you know, uh, congratulated me on it and, you know, wished me well. Uh, but you know, I'm, I'm, and I'm glad that I did. And I guess I credit, you know, the reason that decision to my parents and Jasmine as well, because, you know, everyone was telling me, well, you know, sure, you can go out and work and, you know, but are you really going to go back to law school once you start 
working and making money and you get settled. I mean, right. you know, and, 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 I, and I didn't really have a reason, I guess, not to follow my dream. You know, I had this dream of being a lawyer. I had gotten to law school. I mean, why, why wouldn't you go, you know? And so, uh, you know, don't let this thing make you settle and not really achieve the full potential that you can achieve. And so, uh, and so that was the, I guess the only time I really thought about not following through with law school, but oh my God, am I glad that I, that I did, you know, uh, looking, you know, as I, in my first year of law school, I was, you know, first, you know, law school is a unique place where you only get one exam per semester in each class. And so you're doing all this stuff throughout the semester. You don't really know if you're doing enough. You don't know if you're doing too much. You just don't know where you are. And you won't know until you get your grades after you take that one exam. And throughout the semester, I, you know, I was like, man, I could have just been somewhere working and not even worried about this. Because, you know, you, you, you want to do well, but you don't know if you're, if you're going to do well. Uh, and so my first semester of law school, I was like, sheesh, I should have took the job. But, <laughs> <laughs> But, but yeah, but uh, after the first semester, the first year, you know, everything I, I did well and everything worked out, and and now I'm absolutely glad that I decided to see it through and uh, and, and 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 live out my dream as pra as a practicing attorney. Wow, that's amazing! I love it. So, um, as a young black male in society. Would you say that you beat the common statistic that people have for black men your age? Oh, uh, well, beat the common statistic. I mean, I guess, I mean, I get, you know, the, num the number of people who go to law school or graduate college, I, you know, that number is, is slim anyway. I mean, I'm, I think among just g people in general, you know. Uh, especially, I guess, among the black community. So I, I guess I did beat that statistic. Uh, uh, but as a black man I, who has, I guess, achieved some things, you still face some struggle, right? You know, at the end of the day, uh, uh, I'm a lawyer, but some people look at me as a black lawyer, you know? Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and, and so you still, there's still some, some, some struggles that you face, no matter, I think, no matter how high you ascend, you know, uh, you know, as, as, as I mentioned earlier, you know, President Obama, you know, he achieved, he, he ascended to the highest office in the land, but, you know, people still looked at him as, well, you know, he's black, you know, as, as if, the, you know, you know, and, 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 and on one hand, that's a great thing, right, you know, because he achieved something in the black community. But on the other hand, it's also some, you know, demeaning, something, you know, a little, little bit. You know, people don't really right. see you on the same level as, you know, maybe your white counterpart. And so because of that, I always, you know, impose on myself to, to work that much harder, you know, to, to, to go above and beyond uh, to prove to people that, you know, number one, I didn't get in law school because I was black, just so they could, you know, you know, pad numbers. You're you know, right. I, I didn't get I didn't get the job that I have now just so my firm can say that they hire black people. 
that but but that I got those opportunities because I I earned them. You know what I mean? And so it's one thing to to, to get in law school and, or or get a job uh, a good job and just you know maintain those things. But for me, it's important for me to achieve above and beyond what they even expect, mm-hmm. just so I can prove that I that I deserve to be here. You know what I mean? And so I'm not even sure if that really addressed what you asked. I mean, I you know I, I you know about being a statistic. I guess it's always that in the black community, yeah, I guess people do think that well, yeah, well he's a, he's a he's a standout in these areas. But even among that, just in comparison with the general public, you still, you know, I want to stand out in that area too. You know what I mean? I don't want to just be a good black person. I want to be a good person. I want to stand out in every arena that I that I enter. And so, uh, and so, yeah, I guess I don't even know if that answers your question, but yeah, actually another one. <laughs> it really did. Yeah, you definitely have beat the statistics because a lot of people expect young black men to either be dead or locked up or out here selling drugs or just doing whatever. So we're happy to have black men like you out there for our younger generation. Well, hopefully, well, hopefully we can change that expectation, right? As you know, you know, I, uh, I, I, I want to get to the point where we expect you know, black men and black girl, black women, uh, that we expect them to, to, to further themselves, to better themselves, to be doctors, to be lawyers, to be, you know, business owners. You know, I, I hope at some point during our lives that that can start being the norm instead of the exception. Yes, I love it. And I definitely think it starts at home. Um, right. and how you grow up but how do you balance your home life and your work life <laughs> oh jasmine is gonna love this uh, <laughs> uh, i i really do try to balance my my home life my work life um i'm not sure how good at it uh if, if i'm good at it you know i work a lot a lot, a lot, you know, and uh, really, that's like my paint a picture for a lot. How much do you work, like on average? On okay, well, my for my day, I'll give you a picture, a glimpse of my day normally. So Jasmine and I wake up at four fifteen. We go work out for an hour or so. We usually get back to the house around uh, uh, five thirty. I get uh, dressed. I usually get to the office around seven fifteen, seven thirty. I work a lot of times. I eat lunch at my desk, <laughs> and uh, I usually work till about mm, seven, seven fifteen, seven thirty. Wow, so you're like a day. Yeah, yeah, and I do it every every single day. And so, uh, and then some days, and you know, and that's like a normal day. So, like, this like a busy thing going on, some case going on. I mean, I could be at the office till 9.30, you know, maybe sometimes on the weekends. I try not to work on the weekends, but sometimes, you know, you just have to. Uh, But in that, some days, you know, I may leave the office, you know, some Fridays early. Um, Right now, I'm not in the office because I have some things, some other things to take care of. So uh, with, with my, you know, long hours that I work, I have a lot of flexibility and you know making my own schedule so that's good 
And uh, I also try to, you know, take at least one vacation with Jasmine a year, uh, maybe two, depending on how things are going. Uh, <laughs> and I know Jasmine, uh, we've been married now. It'll be, it'll, be, it'll be five years in July. And so, the you know, children are always uh, a topic of discussion in my household. <laughs> and so... <laughs> And so, <laughs> well, she said, don't do it. Yeah, and so and so we try to take our time on that, but so and so she uh, uh, definitely wants to have children at some point. I, I, you know, I'm not sure when we'll do that, but that um, I guess impact my work life balance. <laughs> and so I, that's why that's why I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to right now. I'm just really in a grind mode, you know. Like I'm really, I'm, I'm young, I'm hungry. I'm out here just trying to, you know, grind and, 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 and get as much as I can, as fast as I can, so that when I do decide to have children and I can slow down, that I can kind of, you know. And not struggling and create that generation. Right. That's do. right. That's right. Take your yeah. time. Trust me. Take your time. Everybody <laughs> wants to have kids. I'm going to tell yeah. you. No, do not do it. <laughs> Wait till you're I'm going to let Jasmine hear this. <laughs> Seriously, I love my kids to death. But Lord knows, yeah. like, your life revolves around your kids after you have them. And, 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 I, and that's what I tell Jasmine. You know, like, right now we're so spontaneous. Like, we just up and do things at the drop of a hat. And, like, we can't do that, you know, with kids, you know? Right. And so, um, and so we just trying to take take our time. And when I was in law school, you know, we were married all throughout all throughout law school. And so when people ask us about kids, all we always had an excuse, like, well, you know, he's waiting till he got out of school. And now it's like, now that I'm not in school, people are like, well, what are you waiting on now? You know, like, well, we're no funny. <laughs> I'm enjoying my freedom right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) With that, do bring me to my question. I do want to ask you about your marriage. So, like, how is marriage? How's the married life? How's that going? It's good. I, um, you know, I definitely will say, you know, being young and married is a is a task in and of itself, right? You know, uh, especially I I think for men, I can't speak for women, but I know for for me. Being young and married has been a task, you know. Uh, um, the responsibility that that comes with taking care of a household, you know, not just it's not just you by yourself anymore. I mean, you you know, I can't go out here and just wild out if I so choose because <laughs> I have to answer not only to Jasmine but you know to God, you know. Right. Uh, and so uh, and and that can be a lot on a young person if they're not really uh, uh, aware of, the, of what they're getting into before they get into it. And I'm not saying that I was aware. I think by the grace of God that, you know, Jasmine and I did, you know, counseling and all that kind of stuff before we got married, but I don't think anything can really prepare you for marriage mm-hmm. until you, until you're married, you know, to, to go to bed and wake up with the same person day in and day out, uh, you know, if it can be good, and it is good, but I mean, every day is not on a hundred, right? You know, nothing is 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 is, is perfect, and so uh, especially in the society of you know 
social media, when you can literally see or talk to somebody anywhere in the country, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and, 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 and you're expected to, you know, be faithful and, and, and not entertain this person, that person. I mean, I think social media has a whole other complexity to Ooh. marriage. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, you know, especially the, the, the I mean, we, we live in the era of, you know, sliding DMs, you know, and I, now I can tell you, I, what I will say is that Jasmine and I started dating before that was a thing. <laughs> it was all like a lot of our friends, like when you ask them how they, how they meet, they're like, oh, well, so-and-so slid in the DMs. Well, that wasn't really a thing when we started dating, but now, like, that's the way people meet, right? And so, and, and. And so if you're on social media and people reach out to you here and there, I mean, it, it can be a high uh, duty for you to withstand that, you mm-hmm. know, uh, when people are always after you or whatever. Not, not saying people are after, always after me. I'm just saying in general that, you know, social media adds a, a total new complexity to marriage. And so I think people, uh, young people need to be aware of that. And, you know, and, and just keep God first, you know, uh, God is the center of, of my marriage. Uh, Jasmine is, 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 is a great wife to me. I could not ask for anything better in a woman. I mean, uh, she, she, she goes above and beyond to, to make sure that I'm good. And, and, and in exchange, I try to do the same, uh, for her. And so, uh, I'm, 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 I consider myself fortunate to, yes. to have her, to be married. And, uh, and I'm, I, you know, when I was, you know, a few years younger, I was like, man, I should have met Jasmine like 10 years in the future. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it like, there's no doubt that I, that I wanted it, but you know, you know, as, as being young, you want to yeah. explore a little bit. And so, it, and Jasmine and I have been together ever since our freshman year at Ole Miss. So, I mean, we've been together since 2011. And so, I mean, and, we're, and I'm 26. She's 26. So, I mean, that's a, so we, I mean, we've really grown up together as, 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 as kids. And yeah. so, uh, yeah, and so, but I, 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 I love her. And she's literally my best friend. And uh, uh, I'm, I'm glad that she chose, she puts up with me, you know. <laughs> I don't think anybody else, I don't think anybody else really would. <laughs> <laughs> or, or at least, at least not for long. Right. So what, <laughs> what did you have to change about yourself before committing to getting married? Like, or at what point did you know, like, okay, hey, I'm tired of being out here. I really want to settle down. Well, hold on now, I ain't never said that. <laughs> <laughs> I, was right. I don't think I, I don't think I ever got to the point where I said, I'm tired of being out here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, that's, that's part of it, right? You, I mean, but you have, to, you have to balance the thing. You, you know, you have to be like, well, either I can continue to do what I'm doing because that's fun, or I can look at the bigger picture mm-hmm. and not miss out on a good woman. Yeah. And so I think that was what 
it really was. It was just a, it was more of that decision, other than you know me saying, well, let me kind of, I'm tired of being. I mean, like, like I was eight, I was 19. So it definitely. I mean, when we started dating, and then I was 22 when we got married, and so uh, 20. Yeah, I was 22. I just turned 22, and so it, you know it was. I don't think I ever got to the point where like I'm tired of being out there. I get, if anything, that's what I'm saying. That's why I say I think I, I sometimes I wish I would have met her ten years down the road, so I could have <laughs> still had a little, you know, playtime. But no, I, uh, <laughs> but I, you know, I'm just being honest. <laughs> you know, I appreciate the authenticity. I really, really do. But yeah, but yeah. I, you know, people are different. And you, you just don't yeah. seem like one of those people that would be out there like that. What to the guys well, are out there like that? Like, how has marriage benefited you? Oh, man. Marriage benefited me in, in ways that, I mean, financially, I mean, uh, um, uh, I think, I don't think I would have done as well in law school if I wasn't married. Um, Why is that? Uh, well, because it, it, it adds a, a another layer of seriousness to it, you know. So so I so my first year of law school, my first year in marriage, and so I'm like, look, this got to work out because I mean I got to be able to get a job and take care of this woman, and so that you know that added a whole another la- layer of me that I got to succeed in this, and so I think I took law school that much more seriously because I was married. Um, and, and then, you know, we had, uh, Jazz and I bought a house, uh, right at, right before law school started. And so I had a mortgage. I mean, so it's like, so I had, you know, I had to kind of grow up, but, and so, and that's why I said like financially, you know, I, I would, I would have never bought a house at 22 years old mm-hmm. if I wasn't married, you right. know? Uh, and so that, you know, put us in a place. Uh, where a lot of young people don't find themselves. And so, uh, and we were able to, you know, turn around and we sold our house, we made some money off of it. So, I mean, I think, you know, it's definitely a, 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 a financial benefit from being married. Uh, um, now, people say that, some, some, some of my friends will say, well, every time you go someplace, you got to buy two of everything. Well, that's another, that's another aspect <laughs> that, you know, yeah, I do. I do got to buy two of everything when I go out, but I mean, on the bigger picture, you know, I, uh, I can say I probably wouldn't own a house right now. I probably would probably would still be renting someplace if I was not married. You know what I mean? And anybody knows that, you know, it, you know, it's always better for you to be able to purchase something rather than renting something. And so, you know, that benefit, and then the benefit, also the benefit of always having, you know, somebody in your corner. You know, uh, I have a lot, a lot of goals that I want to achieve. And um, Jasmine is always there, you know, entertaining and listening to these goals. I mean, she probably, I mean, the, you, you could be amazed a number of things that we sit up in the bed and I talk to her and I bore her about. Uh, but she at least, you know, acts interested, you know, and, 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 and for a man, Having that support is important, you know. Having somebody to, you know, really believe and push you, you know, a lot of times that's all we really want, you know. And so, um, 
that so that's the benefit I get. You know, I don't have to go and search for those things from woman to woman to woman. All the while spending spending my money. <laughs> Wasting your money. <laughs> right, right, exactly. So But as you can see, like a lot of like you say you're twenty six, a lot of young black men your age are not married, aren't thinking about getting married. And um do you think um so I know you mentioned your parents, so did you grow up in a two family household? I did not. That's a good question. I did not. Um, my mother and father divorced when I was very young. Um, and so I did not grow up in a two-parent household, but I knew I always, I knew that's what I wanted, right? I knew I wanted to be married at some point in my life. Now, I'm not going to tell you that I knew as a 13-year-old that I wanted to be married at 22. I, that's definitely, that wasn't my plan. But I knew at some point in my life I wanted to be married, I wanted to be uh, I want to have children. I want to raise my children in my in the same house with their mother. Um, um, I, I, and so, although I didn't see that in my household, I, I knew that that kind of life existed, mm-hmm. and I knew that's the kind of life that my parents, you know, wanted for me. But I say that, but although my although my parents didn't raise me in this, you know, living together. I mean, they were the epitome of co-parents. Mm-hmm. I mean, to this day, my mother and father, uh, you know, can can come to my house and you know and and coexist. You know, with, and and that's not the case for a lot of people. You know, there is absolutely no bitterness between them. I mean, I mean, and and they have and and and, and I'm 26, and so they have really no really true reason to you know, talk to each other, but they still do. I, I, I mean, to be honest, I think they probably, you know, consider themselves friends, mm-hmm. you know, uh, it just, you know, it just, you know, but, and, and unfortunately a lot of times that's not the case between people, mm-hmm. but, you know, I was very, very fortunate in the fact that although my parents were divorced, I mean, I, I had both of them readily in my life. You know, I mean, I, 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 mean, I could go to one, one house one night, the other parents the other night. I mean, they were always there. They were always supporting me together in, in events. Uh, they even walked down together in my wedding, I think, you know. And so, I mean, it, you know, uh, probably more so because I asked them to, but <laughs> uh, but they were willing to do it. And so, you know, uh, I, I appreciate them being adults in that way, you know, because so many times, you know, even as a lawyer, you see, people divorce and they're so bitter towards each other that they can't even coexist for the benefit of the children. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah. And so, uh, I always tell people who are considering divorce who have children that, you know, this child, number one, didn't ask to be born. Mm -mm. This child had nothing to do with y'all's relationship. So the child's life, the child's life shouldn't suffer just because you two choose not to be together. You know what I mean? Exactly. And, you know, and so, and so uh, I'm so, so blessed and fortunate that my parents understood that. I'm not sure if anyone, if, if someone told them that or <laughs> if that's just kind of, if it just kind of naturally happened, but I'm glad it did. 
Yeah, I think it's kind of like the love you have for your kid. You just kind of want to see the best for them. Like, you know, me and Jaren divorced um, and we have Grant. And, you know, it's like no bitterness, no hostility. We're really good friends. That's awesome. Try to do what we do, like for him. Like, we don't want him to us, you know, at odds with one another because that affects kids growing up. And he's going to be a little boy in this world. And that's the last thing we need him holding on to like household problems that could be avoided. Absolutely. I mean, and, and, you know, that also like that, that kind of stuff, household problems, you know, bleed over into, you know, the the child development, you know, uh, educationally, you know, I mean, it's all tied together. And so, it really you know, is. It starts at home. <laughs> right, right, right. So, um, but you know, I am excited for you and Jasmine whenever y'all do decide to have kids. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I'm definitely. I, when I she's gonna trip out when she hears this. I mean, <laughs> but. Uh, but yeah, hopefully one day. Yeah, I'm telling you, take your time. Don't be in a rush. I know people are probably all in y'all's ear, like, go and have a baby and want some grandkids. Yeah. Mm, like, yeah especially, especially our parents. You're exactly right. I mean, <laughs> that's probably what we hear from the most. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, my yeah. parents love grandbabies. Like, my parents, yeah. you know, they school my kids so much. It's crazy. <laughs> So um, where do you see yourself in 10 years or what are your, like some of your goals for the next 10 years of your life? The next 10 years. Um, well, I, that's a great question. So definitely owning probably more businesses. Uh, uh, I'm in the, I'm currently looking at some more investment opportunities right now. So definitely doing that. Uh, uh, really thriving in my law practice. Um, I really uh, want to achieve in the area, of, you know, uh, in my law practice. You know, I'm not sure. Now, who knows in 10 years if I'll still be, you know, at the same firm, doing the same kind of thing, you know, because I always had the dream of, have my own law practice and all, and so uh, and if, if if it's gonna happen, it'll definitely be within the next ten years. <laughs> next ten years, uh, uh, I suspect that I'll be a father, uh, and hopefully, I can you know provide for a good life for my children. Um, uh, and 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 other other than that, just you know, continuing to to live and thrive. And being able to to give back, you know, um, it's important to me. I, I'm a firm believer, and to whom much is given, much is required, and that uh, God blesses me so that I can bless others. And so, um, hopefully, in the next ten years, it's a lot of success, and that and so that I can uh, help bless some people and, you know, impact some folks the way uh, my life has been impacted, you know, so they can benefit from, you know, we all can benefit from God's blessings. And so a lot of success, hopefully, in the next 10 years. 
Amazing. And I'm wishing you so much success. You and your wife. So amazing. You all seem like wonderful people. And where can our listeners get in contact with you? If you want them to. I always tell people you have the option. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, I'm uh, on Facebook at Tremarcus Roseman. I'm on Instagram at Tremarcus06 underscore ESQ. So Esquire. And yep. so uh, I also, uh, I hadn't done any this year yet, but uh, I'm going to start back up, I believe, in February with the Legal Minute. And that's just a small little uh, one minute tidbit of me talking about some area of the law uh, to my Instagram followers. I love and, those, and, and, so y'all, y'all really have to follow him and check him out because I learned so much. Just watch, I'll be like, yeah, yeah. Oh, so, uh, I, you know, hope, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna start back. You know, starting the beginning of the year, I was, I was real busy, and I really want to uh, uh, spice up the production a little bit, and so I'm trying to find the right people to help me with that because I'm not the most creative when it comes to that. You know, uh, doing this whole legal minute was really outside of my comfort zone because I'm not really one to like be in front of a camera. Uh, but I, you know, I, I have to, you know, overcome that because I want people to know who I am, know that I'm uh, a resource that they can rely on if they need me. And so I, by, you know, and social media to me is a great way to do that. And so, oh, yeah. so I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, you know, branch out of, you know, of my, my comfort zone a little bit and use the resources that I have to kind of promote, you know, my brand, I guess, if I'm a brand or me, I guess. <laughs> Perfect. Sounds good. Well, thank you yeah. so much, Tremarcus. Kristen, thank you so much for having me. This has been fun. Uh, hopefully your listeners uh, uh, enjoy it and hopefully you enjoy it and Hopefully I said something that can help somebody. Yeah.